Hey everybody, this is Nostalgia Rewind. I'm West. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to be watching Rat Race. Rat Race. Yes. I've seen this movie once, so I know they're racing for something. There's a variety of people in it. People in it. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Bean? Is that his name? Is that Rowan, his stage name? No, that was just a character he played. His name is Rowan Atkins. Rowan Atkins. To me... Or Rowan Atkinson? Atkinson? Well, look him up. He should be in the beginning. Uh, there's a lot of people in this movie. I don't know if you realize that or not. Where is he? Where's Mr. Bean? Atkinson. It's Atkinson. So, Rowan Atkinson is in it, which I always thought his name was just Bean. Kind of like a Cher or a Madonna. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Cool. Well, I can go through. Do you want me to go through before we do... Yes. Go into this stuff? So, of course... Spoilers ahead. Uh, and the synopsis is? This is uh, a Las Vegas casino owner determined to find a new avenue for wagering sets up a race for money. And it's starring everybody and their mom. I'm just kidding. Uh, Brecken Meyer, Janica Berger, Cuba Gooding Jr., Carrie Diamond, Douglas Haas, uh, Seth Green, Vince Veloof, uh... Lainey Chapman, Whoopi Goldberg, John Lovitz, ah, Kathy, she's in everything that we've, million things that we've watched, and I still can't pronounce her last name, uh, Najimi, Kathy, Najimi, we're so sorry, I love you, Kathy, uh, who else, Rowan Atkinson, John Cleese, uh, Thomas, and like a, a bunch of other people. There's just a ton of people. A lot of people. In this movie. Um, so, uh, from what I remember of this movie, is a lot of people are in it and they're racing for something. Money. Money. And they're all trying to get there and it's a comedy that ensues. And I think what was interesting about this uh, movie when I watched it was that, I don't know, it was all sorts of different comedy styles. You know, because it's different people being, it's different comedians being funny. Right, and they're on, they're on their own, like kind of, not like a solo adventure, but like. But they do all split up because everybody is pinned against each other, essentially, and a couple of them do team up. But you have like Seth Green's character and uh, Vince, whatever his name was, uh, their brothers. So the two of them are off doing stuff, and then Whoopi Goldberg's character, who uh, just was reunited with her daughter that she like gave up for adoption years ago, or whatever. The two of them are are together looking for. For the money, uh, Rowan Atkinson is by himself, but he's narcoleptic, so he just falls asleep. Comedy throughout. ensues. Yeah, yeah. So, and then John Lovitz is with Kathy Najimi, whatever, and they're they're married and they have kids, so they're a family doing it. So yeah, there's just a whole bunch of different types of characters off on their their own journey to, but you know, with the same goal. Yeah, it came out in 2001, um, and I think it's gonna hold up pretty well. I feel like this is going to be a somewhat wholesome movie. I don't think there'll be too many questionable things in it, uh, but I think it'll hold up. I remember liking it when I saw it, and I remember everybody that I talked to liking it. I don't remember anybody saying that Rat Race sucked. Like, I definitely don't remember any negative aspect of it. And I think the ratings on it on Rotten Tomato are pretty high, too. Not that that matters, but overall, it's a well-received movie. Yeah, yeah. I remember loving it the year that it came out. I thought it was hilarious. I think we may have even bought it. Like, I think my whole family thought it was hilarious. What I think the funniest thing that I remember most about this movie is that there's a scene where, and my brother's going to be so mad I'm saying this, but um, there's a scene where uh, Seth Green and his brother are driving, and they pass 
like a convertible with girls or like a, a bus with girls or something and the girls flash them Ooh. and yeah scandalous and, and you don't it's not like head on you don't see or face on whatever you don't see their their boobs but you get a little you get a little side boob side boob was going on was almost like normal boob when you're a kid yeah my brother was three <laughs> four maybe i think it was three when this movie came out and uh, he would put it on when nobody was awake yet, like because he would always wake up super, super uh. <laughs> early in the morning. Um, and he would just put that scene on and <laughs> put it on repeat. What a scoundrel. <laughs> as a three-year-old, I love you, Josh. <laughs> also, as a three-year-old, I mean, you're freshly off breastfeeding, right? <laughs> he didn't breastfeed, but I guess maybe. I don't know. Like, when, okay. <laughs> maybe he was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he was like what well, it's like you know you, you salivate for food on television uh, i'm just kidding i don't know i mean this is the kid that also would wake up really early in the morning and put on jay and silent bob strikes back without any of us finding out that's so funny yeah i was upset because i wasn't allowed to watch that movie and then my three-year-old brother watched it and it was cute when he watched it yeah yeah it was real cute when he he sang sings the song anyways we're getting on topic but i was upset that was not fair <laughs> So this movie, the racing, I think is like whole, probably gonna be wholesome fun. Is there I, anything that you remember, like any scenes? Oh, man, all I remember are scenes like, uh, what's the same Atkinson? Rowan Atkinson. Rowan, yeah, just in a car. Uh, the bigger guy, he has glasses. Oh man. Anyway, this I don't. Will be fun. <laughs> I don't remember much of the movie. I just know that there's a car scene, obviously, because they have to drive places. Obviously. Um, but honestly, I can't, I can't think of any jokes, like any jokes at all, any punchlines, any, that's so funny. I can't think of any of them. Uh, but I'm sure it's great. What do you, can you, what do you remember? Um, well, obviously that scene that I just mentioned, I remember there's, uh, oh, uh, Seth Green's brother's character is, uh, he pierced his own tongue. Which, I never do that. You have an artery in your tongue, and if you hit that, you'll bleed to death. You so can die. Definitely don't pierce your own tongue. Let the professionals at the mall do it. No, but professionals, <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. They don't know what malls are. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, he, yeah, and it's swollen and, like, black, so he can't talk throughout the whole movie, and you don't understand him. It's kind of like watching South Park and not knowing what Kenny's saying, but his friends know, so, like, Seth Green knows what he's saying, obviously. Um, and then there's a part where when they first, uh, like, release everybody to go, uh, Rowan Atkinson is, like, downstairs in the lobby of the hotel, and, of course, the owner of the hotel and, like, all his, not friends, but I guess colleagues or whatever who are betting on this, because that's all the, this is, is the rich people are betting on who's gonna get to the money first. Uh, they're, they're, so they're watching, and they see him, and he just falls asleep <laughs> before he's... He even goes and gets his key from the locker or whatever it is that he's supposed to be doing. And one of the colleagues is upset because he's like, oh, I bet a lot of money on him. And, and he's he's asleep. Yeah. It's a joke. Uh, Don't remember. These are not even ringing a bell. Really? Yeah. There's a scene where uh, John Lovitz and Kathy and Jamie's kid uh, has to poop and he will not pull over. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I do. I remember a joke. The joke is that he's groundhogging it or peridogging yes, it. Yes. Yes. And and she makes and he makes her put her butt out the window 
and poop out the window. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, peridogging is when you're holding it in and, like, the poop is just coming out and then go, and then you, like, suck it back in. It's really disgusting. I shouldn't have described that. Yeah, you shouldn't have. Cut this out. And then, uh, you know, some other things. I, But funny enough, I can't remember who wins. I don't remember how the movie ends. Good. Yeah. So no spoilers for us. <laughs> but, uh... I think for the most part, it's still going to be funny. I think it's still going to hold up generally. Like yeah. I, I, A 2000s comedy. Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't say anything. Scary Movie was also a 2001 oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. So, but I, I don't think it's going to be on that level. I think if there is anything in it that's questionable or offensive to today's time, it's going to be few and far between, I'm hoping at least. Uh, so I, I think I think over, I think mostly the movie's going to be okay and still be good. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. I don't know what else. It, uh, We're just gonna have to watch it. We're gonna have to watch it. All right. So I guess let's uh, let's do that now. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Rat Race has been won. It has been watched. Watched. Uh, it's a good movie. It's um, still a fun time. It's still a fun time. Uh, not necessarily wholesome, but you know. Yeah, I don't was... know why you said wholesome from the beginning. I thought it was like a family-friendly movie, but like it I is. Mean, it is family-friendly, but it isn't. There was some funny bits in there, you know, that I enjoyed. Um, as dumb as it was, the heart bit, like one of the characters, is it Rowan at Ad- it? Ad- Atkinson. Atkin- well, Rowan Atkinson, I guess, finds somebody who's transporting a heart, and they have this whole heart bit. There was another bit about, like, uh, one of the kids from... Man, I wish I knew all their names. This is terrible. But the family, they... John Lovitz and Kathy Najimi. Yes. Kids. Her kids uh, wanted to stop somewhere, and they're going to stop by the Barbie Museum. And the joke is that it's not a, like, Barbie doll museum. It's a Klaus Barbie, which is, like, a Nazi museum yeah, so yeah the it, it's very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable uh it was it, you know it's kind of funny but the the joke to me felt like it was forced because they were in the middle of the museum tour they would know that this is a nazi museum tour yeah they would have known before they went mm-hmm. in because hitler's car is sitting outside yeah exactly And the minute you see that you you know you turn around you turn around but they went into the whole bit it goes right into it I mean, and, I guess we wouldn't have had the movies. So. Yeah, no, of course, of course. And then they steal the, the Hitler car, and they keep the swastika flags on it. And then he burns his lip with uh, the cigarette starter. Or yeah, cigarette he burns burner. his tongue so he can't speak, speak. right. And then they, and he, they crash into a World War II convention? Like ceremony, ceremony with veterans and stuff. So, and then he basically looks like Hitler. So the joke is funny because it's a big setup to get him to look like Hitler at a World War II. World War II um ceremony but uh i like the joke but it's this seemed kind of like forced like it's like they had the joke it's like no this has to make the movie we have yeah. to we have to get it in there it, uh, it worked though it was funny um my favorite thing was when uh cuba gooding jr steals the bus full of the lucy's lucille balls because they're going to a Lucille Ball convention. Yeah, and just how how they just stay in character the whole time. So even when the 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 bus is like filling with with bubbles and whatever, because someone screwed up the toilet and and spilled bubble cleaner, or whatever. So there's bubbles everywhere. Yeah. And whatever else, they're still all acting like Lucy. And Aww. yeah, and when the. <laughs> 
when the when the bus uh, gets a flat and they lose the tire and the bus falls over because it was on le- at like a weird angle. Uh, they all, you know, in unison do their Wah! yeah, it was a like fun Lucy, joke. and it it cracks me up because they all Stating. look like Lucy and <laughs> they're doing these wonderful Lucy impersonations. That was a good bit as well. I like that bit. Definitely my favorite. Uh, Kathy Bates was in it. She was like totally the forgot about her crazy squirrel lady. Mm-hmm. And if people don't buy her squirrels, she gives you directions, but the directions leads to falling off a cliff. So Whoopi Goldberg and her daughter, uh, you know, fall get off fall off a cliff in the car, but then they fall on a pile of cars. So Kathy Biggs has technically, I mean, not directly, but murdered a bunch of people because even a skeleton comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's murder. It's uh, it's attempted murder. Yeah, and same with the taxi guy who's pissed because he lost twenty thousand dollars on a bet, and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character. Uh, was a referee and he did something stupid with the the coin and threw a, a tantrum and so because of it his taxi driver lost 20 grand and then he drives Cuba out into the desert and leaves and just leaves him, him there. there like if you left anybody in a desert you're basically killing them yeah That's like, like <laughs> yeah so there was a there was more attempted murder in this from outside characters that weren't in the race than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah, like people willing <laughs> willing to do it. Yeah. And they weren't even racing for two mil. Mm-hmm. They were just mad that they didn't buy a squirrel and they lost him 20 grand, so. <laughs> Some petty stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, not the 20 grand. I mean. And then what was the guy who went with the helicopter woman? What's the actor's name or the character? Uh, I, I forgot both. One of the characters, uh, finds a girl in the airport and she's a helicopter pilot and he's got to, she's got to fly towards the direction of where they need to go, which is Silver City. Oh yeah. I forgot. Like the movie's about a bunch of rich people who is, they're the owner of the casino and they just like making bets. So, so this whole race is to see who they're betting on who's gonna win the race. Yeah, didn't we talk about that in the beginning? All right, cut we this read out. The <laughs> but they also did a lot of bets in between. You know, like there were a lot. Yeah, it just goes to show you like how much people don't need excessive amounts of money. They were betting. They were betting like which maid can hold on to the curtains the longest. They were betting uh, how much the prostitute was going to charge them for a Pepto Bismol jacuzzi butt waxing experience. Yeah. Uh, what else? They they bet on a couple. Oh, others. and then the other one was uh, who would vomit first when the plane their private jet. The is, turbulence of the plane. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, going back to the helicopter, he like lies to her like, oh, yeah, my sister is, you know, in the hospital, in the hospital for shark bites. I'm like, you could have just told her that the whole situation. I mean, he did afterwards. But once again, it just oh, it just felt because like, he, he made a joke about it being a shark unit in the middle of New Mexico. Yeah. So, so, so it, yeah, yeah it, still, it, it still felt like it, it felt like they were forcing in a joke, which is which is fine. The movie, yeah. the movie was still funny, though. Yeah, it was still absurd, though, when so when he's in the helicopter with her, she's like, oh, we're just going to make a quick stop and say hi to my boyfriend. And then she finds out that her boyfriend's cheating and she goes crazy. She absolutely loses it and like chases him down with the helicopter and throws paint on his car and a fire extinguisher and yeah chases him off the road so he crashes she said she broke 114 laws though yes yeah and it was just you know it was it was really like all the red flags are up at this point 
And the the guy that's with her in the helicopter, whatever his name is, I keep forgetting the character and the actor. Yeah, we're not doing a good job here. No, um, he he's still like, oh yeah, like I guess I'm gonna I'm still gonna use her to get to the money because I want this money. But in the end, he like kisses her. Yeah, so he like ends- he's I guess he still likes her. Yeah, but she's bananas. She's pretty crazy. Yeah, but I mean, even not crazy, just uh, very impulsive and doesn't. She just left her helicopter in the middle of the desert, running away from cops. Yeah, and, and the cops were after them, and they would have seen her when she decided to take her boyfriend, or I guess now ex-boyfriend's car. Mm-hmm. They would have been able to catch up to her, but we totally just skipped out on that, and we're like, oh, that's that's over and done with, right? <laughs> so. I don't know, but yeah, he, so he, even though he, I guess, is still, at this point, he's just still using her to get to the money, at the end, he, he still likes her. He fell in love. And, yeah, love, quote unquote. They've only known each other for a day, but, but he doesn't let, those, those were terrible red flags, like, just, (laughs) you don't, you don't, you don't fall for that person. You convince yourself, even if you are falling for that person, you, you tell yourself, you're like, oh, but remember the whole helicopter debacle? It's basically, yeah, it's basically if you're hanging out with a girl and she's driving and then she goes to, like, her boyfriend's house, but then she finds out she's cheating and then she runs him off the road and then gets him into a car accident, takes him out, steals his car, and you're just following along, you're like, yeah, this girl's it, I'm I love this girl. <laughs> yeah, it's just too it's too much. Like, do you want to deal with that? Cuz there is potential of that in your future. Even if you if you guys don't even if you didn't cheat on her, even if you got married and everything was all, you know, hunky-dory whatever, like, I don't know. There's still some some possibility of her snapping over. Yeah. Who knows what. <laughs> And then the scene where your brother, he saw the side boob. Yep, it was side boob. So the whole lead up to that is like you know, they're driving side b- next to, uh, there's two convertibles. Yeah. You got Seth Green and his brother in one convertible, and the girls in the other convertible. And they're just basically showing off their piercings until yeah. she escalates it to showing her nipple piercings. And her nipple piercings are, like, attached to chains that are attached to both nipples, maybe. And then they veer off the road stuff. And, yeah, I mean, you know, as a young boy, I'd have been like, look at the side boob. There it is. There you know, is. if I was her, though, I would have been like, like, so in the end, they meet up again. So she knows, obviously, that they didn't die. But she saw them, I'm assuming, get, you know, him lose control of the car and run off the road. And if she never saw him again, like, would she just have thought, like, oh, I killed them. I ran them off the road. That's my fault because I flashed them in my right? boobs. <laughs> like, would she feel guilty about this? But, like, I would feel guilty about that for the rest of my life. Especially not knowing what actually happened to them. Right. Doesn't matter because they see each other in the end and <laughs> they, I don't know, I guess live happily ever after, whatever. Yeah. Another joke in there that was funny is, like, they were, they were uh, the family with the kids, they're, they're not going to stop or do any pit stops, so she, the daughter has to poop out the window. And then the poop. I talked about that in the beginning, too. <laughs> uh, so what else? Oh, um... Rowan Atkins, Atkinson, his whole adventure. I don't understand how, I mean, okay, it's a movie, and clearly this movie isn't supposed to be believable. But there wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't do this. Yes. Um, when he is running away from, oh, I can't think of the actor's name, whatever, but uh, the, the guy that's transporting the heart, and because he thinks that they've ruined the heart that they're transporting, he's like, oh, I need to find a drifter. And he's convinced himself that he's going to cut open Rowan Atkinson because he realizes that he has no family. And another he's attempted murder. Yes, another one. And again, not by somebody who's after the two mil. 
<laughs> just a random person yeah. who's willing to do it. Three people that were willing to. Just, does she know? People in Vegas apparently are ready to care. kill. <laughs> or New Mexico. Don't know where they were. Exactly. At yeah. this point. But, uh, but yeah, he, and then he does the whole, like, oh, look over there. And he turns around and Rowan Atkinson runs and then jumps onto a train and it wasn't it wasn't like a a a car a cargo car or whatever on a train where like the the big doors are open and he jumped into it it was like a bullet train like this was moving people there was no open doors whatsoever and yet the next time we see him he's sitting on this train sleeping fine oh no fine yeah no not sleeping next to a baby and the baby's parents and it's just it's not it's not possible <laughs> we're like yeah this is so <laughs> the, the science doesn't work <laughs> and what's interesting is his accent because he's from napoli and i'm like what's napoli have you ever heard of napoli, napoli? or napoli? napoli like monopoly mm, we're sounding like a bunch of bumpkins right now bumpkins uncultured swine google i don't know it. italy let's see where napoli is he is from pretty sure italy he didn't sound italian though he did and i love how he's the one that gets to the money first because of that fast train he was able to jump aboard yeah so he's italian napoli, italian. napoli uh-huh. is a place in the yeah he has uh, narcolepsy Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, he falls asleep, and then again when he falls asleep was when he gets to the locker first. He got there first. He put the key in and everything. Yeah, and he just falls asleep before he actually turned the key and got the money. So I'm like, oh. What's neat is, for the movie, everybody made it to the place that it needed to be at the same exact time. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, despite everybody's different adventure, because everybody had their hang-ups throughout the whole entire thing, you know. Um, And one took a private jet. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. The I think the one thing that I didn't super love about this movie was all the abuse to the animals. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of abuse. A dog, they killed a dog. Yeah. There was a cow hanging from its leg on the air balloon. From an air balloon, yeah. Uh, there was another one. Wasn't there another animal? Cow, dog. The cow and the dog. Squirrels. There was something else. Okay, well, I mean, the dog was enough. The dog was electrocuted an electric by, a, fence, by yeah. an electric fence. So they didn't actually, like, kill the dog, but... But it's funny that dogs was... die. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, hmm. So, the, the, I just felt bad for that cow. I know it was supposed to be funny, like, when the, the cow falls into a car and they're fighting over the money because the bag of money is in the car and the cow's in the front seat and they're, the, the car, what, they're about to hit, like, a truck or something? Like, wasn't the, wasn't their car, the car supposed, was going to hit something? Yeah, the cow was going through a cow field. No, no, no. When the cow was in the, the car, wasn't the car going to hit something? Oh, man. What was it going to hit? Yeah. And then the cow, it's so funny. That cow makes, the cow's yeah. in the driver's seat and the cow's holding the steering wheel and it's making a It face. looks like it's driving. It literally <laughs> looks like a similar cow from Twister. I'm sure, yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like you a know, comedic cow. So, yeah. So, I get it. It's it's funny and just stupid. But I really felt for that cow. It was hanging from the air balloon. Soft spot for the animal. For a very long time. <laughs> I felt for him. Or her. Because it's a cow. What up? Uh, what else was there? Um, oh, Whoopi and her daughter uh, stealing the... the is it Mach 5? Is that what that's called? Oh, what yeah. are those so, things called? So basically, like, rocket scientists from L.A., so I'm assuming people from JPL, 
have uh, they were trying to break the land speed record. record with like a car that has two jet engines in it, and they steal it and then they I guess get some distance. They reach Mach one. <laughs> yeah, someone shoots a bullet and Whoopi Goldberg looks next up. to them. It's stupid. <laughs> It's like, uh, (laughs) it is pretty funny going Mach 1, looking to your right, and outside your window, you see a bullet just flying through the air with you. You (laughs) all are on par, yeah. Uh, but just how easy it was for them to get away with that. Again, I know this is all for the movie, but it was obnoxious. It was. Like, people were watching them as, the audience members were watching them take it as they were getting into it and getting ready to leave. Uh, and because they were not prepared for what it was going to feel like, like... They actually probably more more likely died. Yeah, right? Died. Like, or at least been severely injured because they wouldn't have had, like, their necks... Or heads back. <laughs> We're or... so fun with comedy movies. We're like, <laughs> this well, is all wrong. let's get the physics equations <laughs> out here, and we'll figure out what really happened. Yeah, uh, but they would have uh, they would have injured themselves somehow instead of just like once they once they finally stopped, they just got out and they were all like wobbly vertigo. And coincidentally, a bus of people from an asylum were there, and then they got scooped in by the bus. Yes. Which, I mean, lucky for them was going to the place they needed to go to, so... It all worked out. It worked out, yeah. Uh, what else was there? Talked about the museum, Mach 5. Everybody's art, yeah. All the rich people. The heart. Yeah. It really, yeah, it really was just baffling, though, those rich guys, and just the stupid things they'd bet on, because they're just bored of betting normally, or they're just bored of, with all their money. Yeah, that's what you do when you're rich. You make the dumbest bets. You're like, which grain of sand would they find? Yeah. But then when, oh, okay, so the ending of the movie, the thing that we couldn't remember is who actually wins, is they end up crashing with the money onto a stage and it's none other than our world's saviors in 2001 smash mouth (laughs) i I can't believe you know it basically ends with smash mouth like smash mouth is the finale of a movie like (laughs) yeah they were they were top of their game though you know shrek really put them on the map (laughs) and all-star was just in every movie after that uh, but it's a it's a charity concert for feed the the world and they there's a homeless communication and they're they they think that they're donating the two thousand million I mean the two million excuse me the two million dollars to charity and of course everybody you know they they hesitate because they everybody really wanted this money after they all decided that they were going to split it amongst each other which they all just should have done in the beginning right they could have worked together all had like 270k yeah which is still a lot of money they could put down payments on houses and at the end they they all end up donating the money like they all agree except for like um what's his name green seth green yeah he's he's very hesitant but uh, but they all do it because they're not garbage humans. And because, I think mainly because they're in the spotlight. And if they didn't do it, everybody's going to know that they're garbage Man, people. they could have said, like, oh, just kidding. You heard two million, we meant one million. And then just put one million amongst each other. They could have. 
They but yeah, it's about being righteous. Is that what that's about? You win money from rich people and give it to the poor? I, no, I think it's just because they were on the spot and then they they yeah. just had to go with but it. But at the end, it, they all have a glimmer in their eye with like, this yeah. is the right thing to do. And they were fine, do. yeah. Everybody's happy. But what got me is that the, you know, the rich people obviously followed them there because they're like, oh, what's this has changed course of our original plan, so we have to go follow the money. And uh, the guy that set up the whole thing and all of his colleagues are there and they're like behind stage right or side stage whatever and one of the members of the the rat race is like oh and this would all be uh this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for blah 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 and they he thanks the the rich guy and all of his colleagues and then he tells everybody he's like and you should be super happy because they're going to uh match whatever it is you guys raised tonight so you know i wonder if that includes the two million money. Right? yes it was just mm-hmm. everything and and then of course you know smash mouth is like oh that's wonderful so everybody start calling but when you see the rich people they're so devastated. They don't want to give any of this money to charity, but they are more than happy to give their money to each other and bet on which maid can hang from the curtain the longest and give them all that money for that. But they can't give up a million dollars to charity. They can't match this and look like good people. Right? They're just. This is an anti-elitist movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is very upsetting. It just was. I mean, I guess it's realistic because. I feel like there. That's a obviously that stereotype or this archetype of person exists. Mm-hmm. It comes from somewhere, but it's it's just infuriating. It, it is, especially when you're watching. You just see this whole movie and all the shenanigans that these people are getting in. Well, they're not getting into shenanigans. Well, all the things that they're betting money on and how stupid it is, and the money just goes between themselves. They're just filtering the money within their own community. Yeah, and they're betting lots of money. If I were them, since they're so rich, why not just bet a dollar? Everybody, like, dollar bets, penny bets. I think it would have been even more elitist to do that. Oh, definitely, because then you're just, you're solely just doing it for the entertainment. Yes. You're not even, it's, it's not about the money, which I mean, I guess to them, it's still not about the money because they're so rich that yeah. the money that they are betting is, is probably the equivalent of us betting a dollar for that type of thing. <laughs> but, uh, but you just really, I mean, you already hate these rich people because they're rich, but. They got big shiny teeth. They yeah. laugh hard. Yeah. <laughs> you hate them even more once you realize their reactions to having to donate to charity. And that's the moral. Smash Mouth will save the day. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. <laughs> All right, on to the quick bits. <laughs> the trivia. So, uh, yeah, yeah, trivia. During the hot air balloon chase, the first cow Dwayne Cody bumps into has a map of the world on its side made from its own spots. Well, I'm really upset that I didn't notice that. That's funny. Wait, we'll say it again? So the, the first cow that they bump into, you know, when they're when they're driving in the, mm-hmm. the cow field or whatever, the first one that he hits is the map of the world on its side. Wow. Made out of its spots. That's funny. Right? I wonder why they did that. Because it's funny. Okay. You just said it's funny. Why would... <laughs> I, no, it's funny as, like, interesting choice... I think probably to do that because it's, it's if I was on set I was like you know what would be cool on this cow the world map maybe it's something that would look uh, like easy to get away with like you getting it past getting it, putting in an easter egg yeah 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 like it still looks normal uh, a deleted scene further exaggerated the gambling habits of Sinclair and his associates the scene featured them playing Monopoly with real money that's pretty funny right I wish they had they had left that one in there uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character is based on a real life reference 
Uh, Rat Race has an extremely similar plot to the film. It's it's a mad, mad, mad. Was that enough mads? World. Four, four, four mads. World. In <laughs> which a group of strangers are caught up in a mad dash to seek out and claim $350,000. Chump change. Dollars in cash. The, that amount adjusted in inflation from 1963 to 2001 would come out approximately to 2 mil. The same amount oh. of money Don, Donald Sinclair offered to the six random gamblers. They did the math. Right? That's interesting. Uh, whether or not this was intentionally written into the script has an, as an homage to the 1963 film is unknown. I feel like that has to have been an homage. Like, it's too accurate. Right? right? I mean, mm-hmm. unless it was just a coincidence and somebody was just like, $2 million. That would be... Right. She's playing with her I don't know. I'm going to say they did that on purpose. The scene in the movie where Cuba Gooding Jr. flips the coin at the football game was filmed in Calgary, Alberta, before a CFL game for the Calgary Stampeders. For all mm. you sports buffs. That's pretty cool. So you don't have to, like, CG an audience. You're it's like, oh, there. we'll just get a normal audience and we'll record a scene. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, director Jerry Zucker's mother plays the elderly elderly Lucille Ball impersonator. It's cute. Who? Oh, the director's mother. Yeah, that's fun. Plays the older Lucy. She probably loved Lucy because old people love it. No, I'm kidding. You're offending our audience. Just old kidding. People. There's no audience. All three of you out there, please write your favorite episode of Lucy down below. Yes. I love Lucy. Do you have a favorite episode of Lucy? Yeah, I like the episode. You never watched it. I never watched it. Uh, okay. Uh, Rowan Atkinson's character, who's an Italian tourist, was originally going to be a Chinese diplomat. I think it's fine the way it is. He's from Napoli. Yeah. I feel like if it was a Chinese diplomat, maybe they would have been, things would have come across a little more offensive. I don't think they would have done it right. More room for stereotypical Asian jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm glad that it, yeah, that it it wasn't. Uh, Pro wrestler Dallas Page had a cameo in the movie that was cut when test audiences failed to give his appearance any reaction. Uh, on a highway location, while traffic was clearing, the motorist would rubber who the motorist would rubberneck to see who the star was. One day, Cuba Gooding Jr. decided to moon the motorist driving by. Oh, somebody saw Cuba's butt! What a daredevil! I mean, they're like, and I remember it forever. <laughs> uh, writer Andy Breckman came up with the idea of the bus full of Lucy impersonators after reading an article in a tabloid about an I Love Lucy convention. I think it's a pretty good joke. It is, yeah. It, and it definitely makes sense for there to be a convention of that. like especially Convention today's. for everything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the script originally called for one tour guide in the Barbie Museum, but Jerry Zucker liked the pair who ultimately made it into the film so much that he split the role. Oh, had a sheer screen time. He could have had it all by himself. Like, we're going to split your pay, too. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> nah, they probably didn't do that, but... Yeah, it's a funny it's a funny Nazi museum theme. As funny as Nazis can be. As funny as Nazis <laughs> can be. Also, we can't escape Nazis, huh? Like there's just Nazis and everything. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And this is back from 2001. 2001. Nazis are just easy, I guess. Yeah. Uh the film features three Oscar winners: Cuba Gooding Jr. for Best Supporting Actor and Jerry Maguire, Whoopi Goldberg Best Supporting Actress for Ghost, and Kathy Bates Best Actress for Misery. Nice. Kathy and Whoopi both won their Oscars the same year. Nice. Uh, Jason Alexander was originally lined up to play Zach before his Seinfeld castmate Wayne Knight took the role. Ah, that's who. I can't remember his name. Wayne Knight. He's the 
the heart transport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He w- he would have been Carranza. Costanza. Costanza. <laughs> George Costanza. George Costanza. Yeah, yeah. Would have been Jason Alexandra. That's so funny. They do feel though like they'll be in a similar role. Like they could both fit that role. Yeah. Uh, DVD extras include unplanned, unscripted, recorded phone calls to the main stars of the movie from Jerry Zucker and Andy Breckman, who are sitting in a sound studio working on an audio commentary for the movie. Jerry and Andy said it was simply something they came up with because they were trying to find things to include on the DVD. That's so funny because, like, DVDs are... DVDs? Blu-rays and things, a lot of them nowadays don't even have, like, a whole lot of special features. And here the director and the writer of the film were like, Oh, let's, uh, what are we gonna put on the the, the features? We gotta make it worth $20. Yeah. Whereas, and nowadays they're like, I don't know, here's some concept art. Maybe (laughs) here's a music video. I actually don't remember the last time I've seen a director's commentary on a movie that wasn't like a movie that came out like more than 10 years ago or less than 10 years ago. There's one on Detective Pikachu. Oh, there was. I take it all back. (laughs) I guess we we just got to buy more Blu-rays. They have the the commentaries. Yeah. Or just watch them. I'm sure we have other things that we just Honestly, they should provide the commentary as like an MP3 for most movies. So people can just play it and then watch it at the same time. Like, like, like I don't want to... Like, for streaming. For streaming. Oh, wait. Never mind. What I'm saying is, uh, (laughs) I wish it would include director's commentary in streaming services. Like... So when like I go to Netflix? when I go to Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, huh. there is English, French, you know, and hard of hearing, and then director's commentary. That's all. That's that's, that's all. That's not I a want. bad idea. Call them up. This is Netflix. You green. Yeah, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, for an extra four ninety nine though." Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But that that'd be cool though. I don't know. Because they're gone. Like you know, I don't know. Yeah. Gotta buy the whole Blu-ray. Because they don't... Yeah. There are some Blu-rays that they sell that don't even have anything on it. It's just a movie, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So for these two guys to sit there and, and like... Well, it sounds like they, like, really rattled their brains to figure out what to put on. Mm-hmm. And then today just, there's nothing. But I like that idea of it being on streaming services. Just somewhere. Like, how hard is it for somebody to sit down and talk through their f***ing movie? Yeah. How is it... How hard is it to get a director to sit down and talk through the movie? I feel like they'd want to talk about it, right? Yeah. It's their their art, their work. Why would they not want to go on about it? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Professor Ken Friedman mentioned in the speech by the jet car driver before the woman before the women steal the car is a reference to Ken Friedman, the station manager of WFMU, where the writer and he do a weekly radio show. Seven second delay. Okay, kind of a fun fact, kind of like, oh well. Yeah, I don't really care. Uh, Jerry Goldsmith was originally had originally been selected to score the movie, but had to drop out at the last minute due to health reasons. No. These aren't fun. These They're are definitely sad. not fun facts. These <laughs> um, are, uh, welcome to sad facts. <laughs> right. Uh, this is the fifth known film in which Whoopi Goldberg and Kathy Najimy both had roles. A couple of these films they starred in together, besides this one, was Sister Act and its sequel, which we know that. Uh-huh. Check those out. Yeah. Uh, Dean Kane plays a character named Sean Kent. This is a reference to Kane's most famous role as Superman slash Clark Kent. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's fun. I like that one. 
Uh, Abdul Gonzanobi. I think that's how you Abdul Gonzanobi. Yes. Of old school and high school fame was as was a, an extra. There's a cameo. He's in the background wearing a light green shirt as Nick checks out of the hotel in Vegas. Kind of fun, but I don't know who that is. I don't know. I haven't seen high school, high, or old school in a very long time. Uh, when the dog is on the electric fence with the heart in its mouth, the heart appears to have fuzz written on it. Later, when Wayne Knight is holding it, there appears to be a small face on it. Like the, like a, like somebody drew on the like, heart? Like, I guess the props people just had fun. That sad scene. That poor dog. Yeah, Chris did not like the dog dying. <laughs> and you did? You like the dog dying? I'm just saying that... You're sick. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just saying that if it moves the plot forward, kill all the dogs, though. <laughs> well, they didn't have to. They could have got that heart back a different way. But do you see how he, the dog had his hands up, electrocuted? Yeah, yeah it's, it's comical. Well, Dead dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character is sitting at the bar, the gentleman next to him can be seen looking at him but trying to look forward. Okay. Fun. An extra couldn't do his job? I guess. No, I guess that's what they're they're telling me. It's dumb. Uh, no part of this movie was filmed in New Mexico as this was filmed prior to the Hollywood boom in New Mexico. Oh, wow. There is a Hollywood boom in New Mexico? Oh, wow. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would have thought they would shoot it in New Mexico. But I guess the Hollywood boom would be, you know, like they give tax cuts there. So then... That, did, did that happen? That's the thing Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the history of film taxes. You're supposed to. I'm a film connoisseur. Yes. Not a film business connoisseur. You want to be in the biz, though. Yeah. You need to know the biz. Look, I know how to cook. I don't know where the stove came from. You know what I'm saying? All right. Fair. Phew. <laughs> I, I didn't think that metaphor would get me through. <laughs> Let it slide. Uh, this is the second film that both Whoopi and Rowan have starred, starring roles in. The first being Lion King. Nice. Who does he play in The Lion King? Wait, who? Rowan Atkinson? Maybe one of the hyenas with Whoopi? No. Hold on. No. Oh. He's Zazu. Duh. Duh. We knew that. That that was a test, you guys. So Zazu is Rowan Atkinson, also known as Bean. Also known as Bean. That, that was a test, you guys. We knew that. So. Uh, actually, you know, I, I would say I didn't know that. And I can hear the gasp in our four audience members. But uh, yeah, I just don't pay attention to actors in animated movies because I'm, I didn't know that I'm either, a piece no. of shit. Though. No, because I, I, I didn't know it. No, really. It's good to have a human face to the animal face in, in, mm. in Lion King. Mm. Uh, when Tracy drags her boyfriend out of the truck and drives off in it after making him crash, you can clearly see that there are two seatbelts for the driver and front passenger. The truck is an extended cab Dodge Ram, which has the seatbelt upper mounts on the pillars behind the doors. The front seat... <laughs> came from a quad cab Dodge Ram, which required the seatbelts to be mounted completely within the seats due to the way the rear doors open. This seems really complicated, and they could have just used a truck, right? Like, they didn't have to use a, a truck hybrid I bet thing. you they had to, like, mount the camera, the big-ass camera that's a film camera in there, 
or some BS. But some trucker out there noticed. He's like, those seats are from a 2004 truck ram cabin. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to send him a letter right now. <laughs> right, and our last trivia. Uh, even if the police officer were to arrest anyone in the movie, he has no cage that separates the front and back seats in the police car. I didn't notice that, but that's, uh, yeah, you can't really do much. Yeah, not a real police car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Uh... So overall, I think the movie's pretty good. It holds up. 2001 ends with smash math i liked it you know there was only one use of the r word uh which is pretty good for a you know 2000 movie yeah yeah it was a fun romp (laughs) no that's just what people say in in uh critiques but uh it was good i like i said it was a fun time everybody had their little adventure everybody had their own style of humor it was like getting like seven comedians in one room to do fun things it's not like the greatest of movies, but it's no, also... but it's just like stupid fun. It's just stupid fun. You kind of turn off your brain and you're like, Yeah. Ha ha ha, what are they going to do next? And then you try not to think about Nazis, but then there's Nazis in it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was mostly... It was fun. It's fun. Like I said, yeah, it's stupid. And there's a, a lot you got to let go. <laughs> but uh, if you're just... If you're if you ain't doing nothing, or if you just want something funny in the background, you can put this on. Because I'm sure every time you look up, there'll be something remotely entertaining on. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely say give it a watch. Yeah, it was fun. It's still fun, but yeah, it's just not. Don't go in there expecting the world. It's the best C plus you'll ever get. There you go. That's so, that's a fair. Yeah, it's good. Rating. Uh, so yeah, so that's yeah. The, the rat race has passed. Has been approved. Has been thumbs up. Stamped. <laughs> Nostalgia rewinded approved. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Check and out our other videos. Or, I mean, other podcast podcasts. episodes. We cover a lot of different movies. Please yeah. leave us suggestions because we're just picking them out of a hat right now. Yeah. We would love to take your requests. Please. And, uh, you know, comments, questions, whatever. Email us comments. Let us know. Whatever. Just say hi. All I'm right. rambling now. It doesn't matter. Uh, See you next time. Bye. Bye.